Welcome to Housing Developments. I'm Jerry Howard. I'm Jim Tobin. Good morning. Good morning, Jim. Hope you had a great weekend. I'm really excited about this uh, podcast we have today. You know, you and I have been hearing a lot from builders around the country that uh, with lumber prices skyrocketing, that appraisals are getting to be an issue. We're really fortunate today to have uh, not only a builder who uh, knows a good deal about appraisals, but also the head of the appraisal uh, process at Freddie Mac with us. So uh, I hope that our listeners will learn a lot. Uh, and please understand that NHB is doing its best to work on this issue with other people here in the city. Um, but uh, it's really important to hear from the grassroots. And with that, I'd like to uh, welcome to the show uh, our friend. Uh, well, first, Jim, what do, you, do you have any any opening remarks? Uh, I, I don't. You, you said it all, but just to, just to echo what you said. Uh, you know, obviously, lumber prices are what's what's driving our uh, our, our attention these days here uh, at NHB. But it, the whole supply chain, whether it's lumber, whether it's cabinets, whether it's appliances, that that issue is something we're taking directly to the administration. Uh, but then the appraisal issue is we, again. You said we're hearing more and more about it. Uh, it's it's always complicated. We we've seen this uh, through various various uh, phases through the recovery uh, and even going as far back as the great recession. So a very timely topic for us and, and something that's, it's incredibly important to our members to try to iron this out as we see this, this area of, uh, of uh, instability continue in the housing markets. Well, thanks Jim. Um, and with that, I'd like to turn it over to uh, a builder member who's been uh, very active at NEHB, who is a, uh, uh, a tremendous guy and who has had some experience with this. I'd like to welcome uh, to Housing Developments, Kurt Dennis. Kurt, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jerry. I'm uh, excited to be a part of this podcast. Appraisals certainly are an integral part of our business, uh, both from the uh, the seller's perspective as the builder here and as the, the buyer can uh, greatly affect uh, our future. So with that being said, over the last, uh, I would say as much as a year, We've certainly seen some uh, some disruptions in appraisals with respect, especially to the cost of goods. And it just seems to be getting uh, more and more challenging. So our company has put together a system in order to help alleviate uh, some of that. But some of the challenges we've seen certainly have been the rising cost of not just lumber, obviously that's the big one, but uh, of, uh, of appliances and uh and other products that uh, windows and, and and so forth. I could go on and on. I mean, we've had some pretty significant increases, um, and they are they have to be taken into account uh, by appraisers. And uh, so we put together a system to help alleviate some of this, and uh, and it has really worked well for us. Um, and if I may, I take a, just a quick minute to, to share with you. But we. We typically, when we start a home, we do a pre-appraisal. So we have two different types of appraisals. We have a pre-appraisal and we have a post-appraisal. The pre-appraisal is something we send out to an independent appraiser, whether if it's a spec home, if it's not a spec home, it goes out to the bank and they assign an appraiser, which sometimes can be challenging because you hope that they'll get an appraiser that will take into account these rising costs um, and take into account that you're building a custom home and not a production home, let's say, because uh, there are very big differences. But we put together what we call a pre-appraisal packet and we give it to the uh, the bank and we give it to the appraiser depending on which way uh, it uh, is being uh, directed. With that being said, we put a copy of the sales contract in that packet. 
we actually put a confidential cost breakdown, our personal cost breakdown of what that home actually costs us to build, including our margin. And we actually, in writing, ask that the appraiser please keep that confidential as to not share it with the home buyer. We ask uh, we also put a comprehensive list of costs of all the amenities and finishes that are going into that home. We also spend the time to put together two or three comps. Typically, they'll be our comps, but a lot of times as a licensed real estate broker, I'm able to go on the MLS and put together some uh, comparable properties for that appraiser to make their job easier. And then we do a breakout of the monetary differences between the material cost increases we're seeing now versus what we typically have been seeing. Now, if the appraisal then comes back in satisfactory, we'll work with the appraiser on a face-to-face review. If that doesn't work, then we recommend that they uh, that the client change banks. Because honestly, sometimes when you change appraisers, you get a completely different take on it. I mean, I can I can literally talk about one time where we had a hundred thousand dollar swing in the cost of a home between one appraiser and another. So I think this is a, an opportunity that, that that we can talk about. Appraisers really have to work hard in this market to try to get the comparables and try to get the cost approach to work together to, to derive at a, at a cost that is uh, appropriate for that particular house. But at the end, it all boils down to that final appraisal. And, and then we do an updated appraisal packet there where we meet with the actual appraiser at the home because we unlock the home for them. We go over the new appraisal packet with them. And again, that packet includes a copy of the sales contract, a copy of all prepaid change orders showing the added amenities and the actual cost of those change orders uh, and how it added to the cost of the, of the home. Again, we give them a confidential actual cost breakdown on the home, including our margin. And then we give them a very comprehensive list of all the amenities, finishes for the home, as well as two or three more comps and a break out of the actual monetary differences. Uh, are the cost uh, of the materials that have gone up over historically uh, typical prices. And then if that is uh, uh, at that point, if uh, the appraisal comes in adequate, we ask for a face-to-face meeting. And I would say nine and a half times out of 10, the appraisers work with us and uh, and make a, a adjustments necessary in order to get a adequate uh, and, a, and a comprehensive uh, fair appraisal. So all in all, we're pretty happy with the fact that we can meet as builders. A lot of people don't know this, but you can actually meet with the appraiser. And we we recommend that it's done in person. So those are some of the issues that we see as builders here in Oklahoma City. This is a a system we put together to try to help offset some of those challenges. Uh, Certainly like to get feedback from the the panel here as to as other thoughts as to whether this is uh, an appropriate approach. Kurt, thank you so much for that. Uh, obviously, your company uh, has taken a very proactive approach to how to deal with appraisers in both good times and bad. And, and to hear a reaction to that, we have with us Scott Reuter. Scott is the chief appraiser and director of valuation for single family business for, for Freddie Mac. But I think uh, uh, just as importantly for this conversation, Scott has over 30 years of experience in appraisal and valuation, working for some of the banks, some of the biggest banks in America uh, prior to coming to Freddie Mac, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, GE. Um, so, Scott, uh, with your uh, experience and listening to what Kurt said, I'd like to hear your your thoughts and your responses. 
No, I appreciate that. Thanks for having me. And my my first thought is I need to reach out privately to Kurt to recruit him to Freddie Mac. I think he could have he could evangelize for these issues and best practices across the our, the appraisers we deal with. But uh, it's uh, it's really evident that you know while lumber rising lumber and building materials costs really are putting tremendous pressure on home builders. But by extension, and I know this group knows that, it's also creating tremendous challenges for appraisers. I think, I, I don't know what's percentage, but I think fewer the builders who really go out of their way to really you know, put a lot of that information in the appraiser's hands to help. Many builders, I think, do. Um, but I think the the you know one of the aspects I want to you know have us kind of re- remember is that a lot of these cost increases are likely not yet seen in closed market transactions. So the segregated cost breakdown, the per unit cost breakdown, some comparable sales, that that's that's tremendously helpful. I think that um, that I think you know sometimes appraisers get in a little box. They're used to doing things one way. They're used to looking at it developing only a um, sales comparison approach, for instance. And, you know, we put out a short piece last fall that was really aimed at appraisers that reminded our appraiser friends there are other things that they can and should be doing in some of these assignments. Uh, I'm an appraiser, so I think I can point that arrow <laughs> in some degree. But um, but I think, you know, new, new construction, new home assignments, proposed construction, they can be some of your trickiest assignments. A lot of times builders are really paving the way to that new price level and that new price point. So developing only a sales comparison approach is going to be difficult, again, if a lot of those market increases, let alone cost increases, are not yet seen in closed transactions. Uh, So, you know, the piece we put out in the fall and some of the reminders that we're trying to message to our appraiser friends are, there are things that they can do, but when they, now, there are things in their toolkit that they can utilize and do now. Uh, They do need a broader lens. They needed to develop a broader scope uh, when they develop these assignments, and there are ways beyond market sales and the cost approach that they can look for market evidence uh, that they can begin to support higher values. Uh, they can look at you know general market inventory and trends in a certain market and submarket. A lot of times, the number of new construction starts in an area is a great indicator. If a market's hot, if the builders in there actively building those starts and construction starts that are underway is also a great indicator. Um, they can analyze and should be analyzing current listing prices, trends, and activity, as well as pending sales. These are all indicators, time-tested over my 30, 35 years, that these are indicators. The market's telling you something's happening. It's not evidence in closed sales out the rearview window, as we used to say, and evidence that you can, you can look at in terms of closed data. But th- these are evidences and, and trends going forward that markets are increasing and hot. Uh, exposure time, days on market. There's a lot of things that appraisers can look at and do and develop. And I think those are the things that, again, we I, we take very seriously at Freddie Mac. I personally take very seriously. And we, and we underpin those as a foundation of a lot of our outbound conversation and messaging to appraisers. Kurt, do you have any, uh, any comments uh, based on Scott's uh, conversation? Now, I certainly understand the, the complexity of the challenge. Uh, there's no doubt that uh, that appraisers, um, you know, have a tough time of it right now trying to keep up with uh, the changing uh, marketplace. Um, but I think 
podcasts just like this and uh, the, the work that the NHB does uh, to inform all of its members and appraisers and bankers, I think it's the open line of communication that will help make a difference and get the, and get this turned around, hopefully, so that it doesn't affect livelihoods and, and careers. I will say that one thing that uh, has been helpful at the end of the day, if I do get an unsatisfactory uh, appraisal, and again, Scott, you might tell me if this is uh, is a wise way to go about things, but sometimes we go ahead and show them the independent pre-appraisal by the uh, prior appraiser, and uh, sometimes that can um, either do one of two things, either it can irritate them, or it, they'll look at it and go, yes, I, I can see they use different comps and I can use these comps, or or I, uh, they look at the, uh, the cost differences with respect to the pricing increases, and sometimes they'll make adjustments, but... Uh, you know, it's definitely a challenge. It's definitely something that's worthy of uh, talking about. And I'm excited that we are having this forum an opportunity to share these thoughts. I love that pre-appraisal uh, concept. I really do, because it's a way to engage the appraiser early. It's a way to get them involved. And even if there's not a lot of market support or they're getting close, but not quite there, uh, you're sharing, you're oversharing, you're really pulling the full curtain back curt on you know, your cost, your segregated cost, what that analysis is, what, you know, I've, I've heard, I, I, I listened to Jerry and Jim and, you know, there was, a, a, you know, I think some of your builders are suffering lumber packages that have doubled or over doubled in costs. So, I mean, these are, these are real things that appraisers, I think, understand, but need to have an increased, you know, appreciation of. And then, um, you know, not only that, that they can then look for ways depending again on the market activity in, in certain areas or submarkets of what they need to do. Um, one of the things, if you're in hot areas, and, and, and part of the outreach that we did in the fall was really directed to say, you know, the, the appraisers can reach out to us. You all can reach out to us. We have a great relate tip of the cap to NAHB and your staff at DC. But, you know, there's things that we can do. Um, appraisers can develop a time adjustment, for instance, in a, in a market that's rapidly appreciating, and which is probably, not to get too deep in appraiser weeds, it's probably one of the more straightforward adjustments that an appraiser can, that, that can develop and support. Uh, they're market-based. It's extracted from a sale and resale of the same property. It doesn't need to be a new property, uh, but it's a great way to really tie some market support and evidence for increased um, increased pricing that then they can apply back to their uh, subject property and the new construction assignment. So anyway, there's a, there's a lot of ways and a lot of techniques and Kurt, I think coming all the way back around, there's a lot that you're doing is, is really early engagement and active engagement of an appraiser. And I think that can be nothing but positive. Yeah, Scott, this is, this is uh, Jim Tobin. I, a quick question. How, how much of it has to do with uh, kind of an interpersonal relationship, right? It's Kurt mentioned, um, some, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Right. And, and you certainly don't want, you don't want to, uh, irritate your, uh, your, your appraiser because that person essentially holds, uh, kind of your, your, your business yeah. in a very small, uh, small frame in, in their hands. Um, but, but, but how, how much, where, where's the line in your experience over the years, what's the line between too much information between, uh, that, that irritability and, and just try to be part of the process and get a good favorable outcome. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great question. Jim's very astute. And look, appraisers kind of wake up in a bad mood these days. You know, they, they feel a lot of pressure from a lot of points. And I think like anything else in life, the personal, the interpersonal relationship is key. 
Um, somebody like Kurt, who I've just now met virtually over this podcast, if he approaches me even with a thick packet of information that's contrary to maybe what I'm coming up with, that's just engagement of another person you're trying to get information. And I think really um, it, it, builders can't overshare in my view, even going back to when I was a practicing appraiser, practicing the appraiser in the field, if you really should, we appraisers should be casting the net far and wide and understanding all those aspects. It's not a guarantee. You know, that's the other part of the message. It's outbound to builders and builders are smart. They get it. These aren't silver bullets. These aren't salve that's going to, you can put on every wound to exactly get you there. But I think as they share and appraisers can be engaged to the active participants in trying to understand all that, I, I think it's 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 very positive. Scott, do you think it would be helpful if uh, Freddie Mac and NHB worked together and uh, and developed a sheet on advising builders on how to approach appraisers? Would you guys be willing to do that? And do you think it would be helpful? Uh, to the second point, first, it would clearly be helpful, and I personally be open to it. So I think we've got. Um, I can take that back away to our, our folks inside of our our Marcoms and our PR folks, and I think that would be very helpful. That'd be terrific. I think we'd like to do that, and maybe we could enlist uh, Kurt from the builder side to help us out. I would love that. You know, and it's funny, and parenthetically, it's it's not just unique to home builders. We engage with our realtor friends, and and something Kurt said struck a nerve, and it just it bothers me. An appraiser, not anything he said, but you know. A lot of builders don't realize they can talk to appraisers. I tell everybody in home and realtors say the same thing. Well, I, don't, I know we're not allowed to talk to the appraiser. I said, no, that's wrong. You're talk to the appraiser. There's a line that a pressure and appraisal independence is a real thing. But I said that that belongs to the appraiser to monitor and measure that, not you. If you begin to get to a point where they're pressuring you into a number, and I had this happen many times, as you can imagine. So that's when you control the conversation and said, I, that's where it needs to stop. You can share Anything you want with me, information relative to this property, you know, a house across the street just went under contract. Anything you want to share is fine. But the minute you put your finger, pound your fists, I absolutely have to have this number and you begin to put pressure on the appraiser. That's where, you know, that's where you um, you can't go any further. But I think to your point, Jerry, I think there could be some things we could put together that might be helpful. That'd be terrific. You know, Scott, I guess a quick question for you. You know, we've obviously focused on um, we've always focused on, on new construction and with, with Kurt and our members, by and large. We also have a lot of listeners that that, that are, are consumers, right, that they are that they're listening to the podcast. They already own a home. Maybe they're looking to move. Maybe they're looking to do some home improvements and they're going for a, a home equity home equity loan. A little, just a you know, a very brief, uh, you know, uh, a brief advice for a homeowner who's going through an appraisal process. I just did it uh, to refi my home. Uh, so, so if there's anything just for our, our non-builder listeners that, that might be helpful, I would. That's a, another good question. I would just say similar to Kurt. I you know, there's a uh, you know, there's information you can put together to share with your appraiser. And he or she would welcome it when they hit your doorstep, just in whatever it may be. And, you know, we all deal with this every day. A lot of homeowners don't, but it can be very common sense things. Hey, you know, just so you know, these appliances are updated. These cabinets went in. You know, we did this in the bath. We, you know, there's two HVAC systems. One's five years old, one's 20 years old. You know, whatever. Just all that information that is, is going to be helpful. It, it, you know, and the appraisers have to get over the fact that, you know, on a refi, it's, you're, you're trying to accomplish something and, and, you know, they always perceive it typically as pressure. But I think all that information is good information. And you and the takeaway for me is that at any 
in any circumstance, you absolutely are able to talk to the appraiser and shame on the appraiser who doesn't really encourage that, that dialogue. It's great. Thank you. Well, we'll give uh, Kurt, do you have any closing comments or closing observations? Uh, only one is, uh, I think, Scott, you hit it on the nail head. And, and Jim, when you talk about uh, being careful about how you present this information to an appraiser, um, I know that we, we frame it up as we know how busy you are. We know how difficult uh, your job must be with the changing conditions and, uh, and the rapid rising uh, cost of materials. Um, so we have put together uh, this information uh, to help make your job just a little easier. So we try to frame it in a way that's not combative or not uh, coming across as weak. We know it all because we certainly do not. Um, but we want to make sure that we're there uh, to work together uh, to try to bring about a satisfactory and appropriate appraisal. That's outstanding. Great advice. Well, I would like to uh, to thank Scott and Kurt for being with us today. Scott and Kurt, thank you very much. Uh, Jim, do you have any closing comments? No, I just want to thank both Kurt and Scott for, for coming on board. Uh, like I said at the beginning, an, an important issue. And and, and again, uh, is, is uh, I, I lead our, our legislative advocacy efforts in Washington, D.C. We talk about lumber. We talk about the supply chain. We talk about affordability in the housing sector. This is yet one more piece that, that lawmakers uh, need to hear about uh, the complexity of the housing market right now and, and the importance of, of trying to get it right so that we can continue to lead the, the economy out of this uh, this COVID-related downturn uh, and get back to a, a more normal uh, economic uh, posture here in the U.S. So thank you both. Very, very helpful to me. Thank you. And uh, the other side of that, of course, is we look forward now to working with uh, Scott and Kurt to put together um, a, a sheet for our members to follow, how best to work with your appraisers, how to influence them. And our staff will get on that right away. And we'll have an announcement about when it's going to come out uh, on one of our future broadcasts here. So with that, I'd like to thank both of our guests and thank you, Jim. And for now, this is Jerry Howard saying thank you very much. Uh, thanks for listening to Housing Developments. Okay.